0: 720 WGN high atop Chicago in the Skyline studio and on the 4th of July excited of course we're celebrating the independence of America and all that but one of the ways that that we celebrate all of that is with food and there is no food better than barbecue and there is no better barbecue guy than the barbecue hall of famer America's rib king himself the one and only famous Dave Anderson Dave welcome to WGN
1: Hey, Dane, I am so excited to be on your show this uh, 4th of July weekend, and uh, boy, I'm telling you, barbecue is America's food. I I think everybody knows when you want to have a great time, you got to have barbecue. It's barbecue is how America celebrates, really.
0: It, it really is. And so there's some other ways that, uh, that not only fans are celebrating, I know you guys are doing some porking lot parties. There's one coming up in Addison, which is one of those great locations. And that is going to be coming up on the 8th. We're going to get some of the details with that. For sure, but there's also not only that opportunity for people to get in there, have some of those great ribs and pulled pork sandwiches. I know there's going to be drink specials and, and beer, but there's also a unique competition that's happening related to the World Food Championships.
1: Yes, sir, that's right. We have partnered up with the World Food Championships, uh, which is one of America's fastest-growing what they call food sport, where you get some of the weekend barbecue warriors who are really proud of the barbecue that they smoke up, and then we've been doing cook-offs all around the country at different famous days. The winners, winners and runner-ups, get a golden ticket to go to Dallas in November where they compete for the World Food Championships and barbecue, and I'm telling you, they have got some huge prizes. All I think totally, something like $300,000. Wow. Now, that's a lot of Thank <laughs> a lot of winning. Plus bra-
0: bragging rights, right Dave? Because it's a pretty prestigious title to have and on the barbecue side when it comes to titles, you've won hundreds of competitions around the country. Famous Dave's has and of course you're a member of that uh, of the prestigious barbecue hall of fame and all that. One of the things that I love about you and I've traveled, you know this, you've, you're America's rib king. You're not just like Chicago's rib king but you've traveled all around the country. I've traveled all around the country as well covering different barbecue events and one of the things is we don't necessarily think chicago has gotten its due but it's starting to come for a lot of whether it's the pitmasters or the history of chicago and barbecue people think of you know carolina barbecue or texas barbecue or memphis kansas city all that kind of stuff chicago is really one of those barbecue capitals
1: you know i think you're absolutely right dane i've been saying this for a long time chicago really has a tremendous history when it comes to barbecue smoked meats you know including the fact that we, we had the stockyards, which supplied, uh, you know, almost all the, the meats all over the country. But I can remember as early as 1959, standing in line at my, with my dad at Lems, mm-hmm. uh, when it, Lems was down at 59th and State Street. Again, 1959, I was standing getting rib tips with my dad. So you look at all of the great barbecue places that Chicago has had over the years. You know, we got Twin Anchors, which has been around forever. And today you have Smoke, which is always on everybody's uh, list. And then Famous Dave's, you know, we've been part of the Chicago barbecue scene. But there's a lot of great barbecue in the city of Chicago that has been around for a long, long time. We should be right up there with Kansas City and Memphis. I, I mean, not only do we got great pizza, but we got the world's best barbecue right here in Chicago.
0: We got all that. And you represent a lot of those different things. We're going to get into the pizza side of famous Dave Anderson in, in just a bit. But in that Addison location, if you go in that Addison location and let the listeners know, it is right there. I think it's on, if it on Army Trail or Lake Street, we're going to have links up at WGNRadio.com. And for that big party coming up on the 8th, inside there, there is one of the signed T-shirts from the Great Barbecue Tour, the Great Chicago Barbecue Tour that you engineered in your efforts to highlight Great Chicago Barbecue and its personalities. That t-shirt is still there, Dave.
1: <laughs> well, I, I'm, I'd like to have everybody come out. Famous days on July 8th, we are going to have some of the best smokers from, uh, and pitmasters from Chicago competing to get their golden ticket to the World Food Championships being held in Dallas, Texas. This July 8th, Addison Famous Daves, we are going to have a rockin' good time. There's going to be a lot of great barbecue to eat. Uh, we're going to have some butt and music being played. Uh, and, of course, the pitmasters are, you know, they're, they're going to be conjuring up their secret barbecue recipes, hoping to win. And I'll be looking forward to judging some of those dishes. I'm telling you, we've got some great barbecue. We've got some great competitions. It's going to be a fun time hope everybody comes out on this july 8th yeah you
0: and i'll both be there we'll both be getting in on all of that action you mentioned so here on on uh and you mentioned pizza of course you can't say chicago without saying pizza a lot of times it gets into that conversation the fourth of july up in uh hayward probably where you are right now dave and you know, you'll be doing some barbecue on the Aquarium Smoker. Of course, a very Chicago way to enjoy barbecue. But also, you mentioned pizza. You have sort of that Northwoods pizza yourself. I wanted to hear about that. We were talking about it the last time. So when it comes to Famous Dave, Chicago, and pizza, you're in there.
1: <laughs> you know, uh, that's an interesting thing you brought that up. A lot of people don't realize that, you know, uh, uh, Dave Anderson, Famous Dave, is a Chicago boy. Born and raised in Chicago. I grew up eating the best pizza. You know, storefront barbecue in Chicago. But, you you know, growing up in Chicago, you got to love Chicago's pizza. And so all these years that I've been a barbecue pit master, I've also been ninja on making the world's best pizza. And a few years ago, up in Hayward, Wisconsin, we opened up Tamarack Farms Pizza. And we've uh, we've got lines out the door. And and we've been making up pizzas, fresh salads, homemade wine. And uh, I'm telling you, it's a fun time. Uh, Tamarack Farms Pizza up in Hayward.
0: We'll have links up at wgmradio.com for that, as well for people to come up and visit and see you, hopefully, this summer. So when it comes to pizza and as we let you go, what kind do you like? Personally, for me, I like all kinds. You know, I like the pub-style pizza. I like a deep-dish pizza. I like You make a campfire pizza that's second to none. What do you have up there at Tamarack? And, Dave, what's your favorite?
1: You know, um, I started doing farm pizzas where we're using, I, I have a small family farm. And Hayward, Wisconsin, and uh, we started uh, cooking up pizzas, backyard barbecue parties, you know, like I used to have, and then I started doing backyard pizza parties, and then people started saying, Dave, you gotta be selling those pizzas, and so (laughs) we started selling Tamarack Farms pizza, but uh, you know, I I think uh, when it comes to Chicago, of course, we're known for our deep dish pizza, but we're also known for our tavern. Are thin crust tavern style pizzas. Yep. And, and, you know, you, you got Vito and Nick's. You've you got uh, Pat's Pizza, which has always been a, a Chicago favorite. Uh, you, you know, one of my, couple of my other favorites are Obby's on Archer. You, you've got uh, Fox Pizza and Oak Lawn. I, I mean, there's a Barnaby's. <laughs> there's a lot of great, lot of great pizza places in Chicago. Not just, uh, you know, you got Gino's, you got Lou Malnati's. You, you've got. Uh, My pie pizza, (laughs) you know, you got Pequod's. There's a lot Day. of really great
0: pizza in Chicago. And, and Dave. now you're getting me on. I know. It's, it's like, you know, I mean, he is America's rib king, but he is every bit Chicago's very own. He just rattled off like 20 of the top pizza places in Chicago, the one and only famous Dave, Dave Anderson. We'll let you get back to it on the 4th of July of our best to the family. We'll have links up to July 8th, Addison. Famous Dave's, it's a porking lot party. Going to have all of that great stuff for the fans to be able to eat some food and ribs and beer and some drink specials we'll be doing all that kind of stuff and then of course some pit masters get an opportunity to represent their their best stuff right there at the world food championships in dallas so dave we'll let you go but happy fourth of july and thanks so much for jumping on the show today
1: hey dame thank you for having me on and all to all your listeners May you have the best 4th of July ever. This is really a great country where you can not only have the best pizza in Chicago, but also the best barbecue. You guys, may you always be surrounded by good friends and great tasting barbecue. Have a great 4th. God bless America. This really is a great country. And I'm happy to be America's rib king here in the greatest country in the world. Take care, Dave.
0: 720 WGN, high atop Chicago Skyline Studio, 4th of July. A beautiful day where people are going to be getting out. They're going to be out on the back porch. They're going to be making hot dogs, making hamburgers, doing all sorts of things, maybe lighting off some of those fireworks that they have left from last night, or maybe taking a nap because they were kept up uh, all night from the fireworks. Who knows what people are going to be doing? It's a nice day to sit down, relax, reminisce, kind of plan the summer, and then also think back to some of those great road trips. We heard from uh, Dave Schwan about his road trip where it was like, I don't know, it was 8,000 miles. It was in the back of a of an Oldsmobile, and Grandma and Grandpa were piled on top at some point and so andy maser of course you know you've done everything in renaissance man and obviously had <laughs> did you did you do one of those sort of clark griswold style family truckster
2: vacations yeah we did it we did a couple in the summer we did one i uh, remember i believe it was 1976 ish uh we drove to uh, estes park colorado oh that's a beautiful place yeah and uh they had actually had just had a gigantic flood there just a couple days before we got there uh, the big Thompson River overflowed its banks, and uh, it was washed out a bunch of roads. We we were sitting in North Platte, Nebraska, wondering if we were going to have to turn around and go home or be able to go right to uh, Estes Park. So we, we did that, but I remember 4th of July was always kind of cool because we'd go to uh, Michigan City, Indiana, and my dad and my, a couple of his friends from school and their families. So you would go there, Andy, for the outlet mall, of course. Yeah, well, Exactly. That was a little <laughs> bit before the outlet malls were a thing. <laughs> But uh, yeah, we would go there and spend uh, a few days and we would watch uh, Yankee Doodle Dandy on TV and... Uh, of course, we would watch whatever uh, baseball game was on during the day and do a little swimming and doing a little eating out and uh, barbecuing, and it was a lot of fun. Well, you'd go in Michigan City. That's
0: the dunes, right? That's yep. a big Indiana place dunes, yeah. for giant piles of sand, and back in the day, you didn't need you know all the super simulators or no. video games or technological. Just a pile of sand. That was all the entertainment you needed.
2: Yeah. Later on, I had my Mattel Electronics football, which took a lot of my time, <laughs> but uh, you know, before then, we were just sitting on the beach, happy to go swimming, and making s'mores at night and we had our own little. Uh, we had sparklers and all that kind of stuff, with nothing, uh, nothing professional grade for the uh, for the fireworks.
0: 7200 <laughs> for people that want to share their sort of. How did you pass the time on your road trip? So, Andy, did you did you you know? Now, of course, we talk yeah. about like our kids are super spoiled. They have you know they have their their tablets, they have their phone, they can listen to any song they want on loop, and we had to resort to punching each other when we saw a certain <laughs> color car. What did you do? What did you guys do to pass the time on the trip?
2: So we did play the license. Played game. We tried to see license plates from all the the states that we could possibly see, and I don't know how to describe this, but there were we we did Mad Libs. That was one thing we used to okay, do. Mad that's Libs, a good one. And I can't remember how the what these really were, but they were books where you would have a, a special pen, and you would rub the pen on the paper, and it would reveal the answers to trivia questions. It was like an orange orange pen but it uh, kind of revealed answers on in a little book i wish i could remember the actual name someone out there will know what i'm talking about i hope but we used to do those in the back seat of the uh, the uh, family truckster the 1974 Ford Gran Torino station wagon Whoa, with the wood the, panel the gran torino that, that's oh, it that's yeah. the
0: optional rally fun pack
2: oh yeah <laughs> we had that's we had that going so uh yeah, it was a lot of fun. Did you ever travel with
0: any family pets? Did you ever? So did you have a like a sibling in the side that you were like, he keeps touching me. Was yeah. any of that stuff?
2: My younger brother Craig, he was uh, he was a little little instigator in the back seat. And, uh, did you hear things like, don't make me pull over this car? Oh,
0: that's it, the <laughs> yeah,
2: <vets. laughs> We did. We, we heard that, you know, and uh, I can remember back in those days, we weren't seat belted in or anything. Like no. No. <laughs> <laughs> jumping over the back seat into the way back. Were and, your
0: parents chain smoking with the windows up the entire time? <laughs> no, no. My, no, dad, no.
2: my dad used to smoke a pipe, Okay, and once in a while, the windows would be closed, and oh. uh I just uh, I remember those smells like it was yesterday.
0: Oh, that's America—the smells yeah. of the of the grill, or the pipe, or the or the uh, the family truckster, all of that stuff. Oh, so yeah. when we come back from this break, we're going to have better smells, right? Barbecue and and some of the food from uh, Sonny Anderson, you know, her from the Kitchen Food Network barbecue brawl is coming up, and uh, she'll share with that on the Food Network. So keep it here. It's Dane on seven twenty WGN. WGN high atop Chicago in the Skyline studio on the 4th of July and excited to have on the line. She is Air Force radio author, inventor and superstar for so many of your favorite shows on the Food Network. It is the one and only Sonny Anderson. Happy 4th of July. Welcome to WGN. Oh hey,
3: you know you know I like to spend a holiday with you, Dane. You, you already know. We, we've done a lot. Of, I know I'm doing something right when you invite me to hang out on the holiday. You know that's the way it is, right? We've done a lot
0: of Thanksgivings. We've done a lot of you know yep. maybe some Super Bowls. We do which is kind of like yep. a, a national a holiday. holiday. Yeah, that's for sure. Totally. Right? Yep, <laughs> and then uh, and then here we are on the Fourth of July, which is a date that is equal parts. You know, some people we celebrate it with food, but there's always those people come out of the woodwork to say that hey, it's really about. Independence and, and it is every bit of that. But the way people celebrate oftentimes is with food. Oftentimes, barbecue is in that uh-huh. team photo. And so, so, Sonny, you know, I know you, you love barbecue and I know that you're great yep. at every kind of discipline on the cuisine side. So, talk a little bit about
3: excitement <laughs> for the brawl. Hey man, let me tell you. First of all, I love Bobby Flay, okay? <laughs> um, I love Bobby Flay because he's he's easy to to dislike actually. He's just perfection in so many areas it's annoying. Like I've sat on the, you know, Beat Bobby Flay set so many times as a co-host. And I've seen him do things like win in a Jamaican food battle. And he's never been to Jamaica. You know what I mean? It's like, this guy is really dynamic when it comes to cookery and I, uh, saying, thank you for giving me the compliment saying that I'm good at everything, but not like Bobby. (laughs) So, so, you know, my goal for barbecue brawl, uh, which starts next week on the 10th of July is really just to like, do my best to take him down. Um I'm really nice. good at distraction. and we all know last season Anne Burrell won. So I you know my, the strategy is how can Anne and I both team up to take him down? <laughs> you know, and then we can maybe hopefully be in the finals together. I, all I know is is that he's fun to make realistic because he's actually pretty dreamy. <laughs> uh, well, so, you, and,
0: and for the listeners you know sunny knows that she has like bobby flay socks i think you have oh, yeah. like, a war, like all sorts of maybe even a bobby flay action figure who knows right what what, 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 what maybe out there so Amberelle is one of those that mm-hmm. she has kind of she sort of has like a dark side you know she does have a little bit of that you do not have a dark side you have a sunny side but you do know bobby flay as well as anyone from those great seats watching yeah. all of those you know where his weak points are or or, or maybe I because I have to say, mm-hmm. too, that, um, you know, with all of that sort of like love to hate him kind of thing, even though I don't know if people hate him, but you know what? But he's got sort of that personality. But the thing is, is he can back it up when those bad guys can back yeah. it up. I have always been amazed with just what he does. You have these people that their whole discipline is their life is doing whatever it is, whatever kind of food. They just come in with all that experience and confidence and he beats them. It's got
3: to be demoralizing. Listen, it's crazy, um, but it's like I, I tell people all the time, if you're ever going to lose, right, uh, lose on TV because <laughs> forever people are going to tell you you should have won. So, you know, we've got tons of episodes, tons of battles. There's 12 actual pit masters coming on to compete, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, you, you're going to lose some. Um, and for, for me, the key is with, with Bobby is just try to beat him in his own game. Because I have watched him so many times, right? And for me, he's at the top of the list of respect. Not only is he an amazing chef, uh, but he's just a really nice guy. You know, he's a really, he's a really good guy to work with. Um, and he's a joy. And the thing about yeah. Anne is you, you say she's got a doctor. Let me tell you something. Uh-huh. She has busted her tail in this game for so long in the chefing game before TV. She's an iron chef. She deserves her respect. And she actually beat him last season. So I got a whole new respect for her because this is a guy who – all, all these shows are competition shows now. Uh, well, I it's, see. It's what like you're, he's a professional competitor.
0: I see what you're doing, Sonny. And this is very smart, right? Is you're kind of killing them with kindness, a lot of compliments, a lot of you this like and that. that. But secretly, you're in the weeds, you know, contemplating their demise. I know that. So Damn. So here's the thing. So on the Pitmaster side, so here's the other thing. This isn't like one of those, yeah. like with Anne, with like Works Cooks in America, you know, where they come in kind of admitting that they do need help and they need the guidance of a, of a,
3: No, these people are coming in telling me, get
0: out of the way. Yeah. And I love it. How do you, well, but see, here's the thing. So, so Sunny, how do you coach them? Because when people come in the whole, it's a whole different world doing it on TV, whether there's time limits or constraints on the ingredients, factoring that in is a different world from it. Are you going to help them negotiate that part?
3: Well, you're going to see it. You're, you're, you're going to see two two Iron Chefs and the home cook, which is me, right, pick teams and then try to guide those teams to greatness where the people on these teams uh, rightfully so come in knowing they are at the top of their game. And so a lot of times they don't want to hear anything. They just want to, you know, look, help. Go go get this ingredient for me. You know, I will do whatever it takes to get my team to the top. If it's a, a rally cry, if it's a pep talk, if it's... Like I said, running to get an ingredient and just being their stew chef. I'm here for it. Like, I, I want them to win. And, you know, I had some discussions with the team that I picked and the people that I ended up working with. I'm letting them know, like, this is, this is not just, uh, you know, the being of your chess competition you want to win. It's also like, to me, an on-air audition for anyone else in your future, they're going to see you on this show and they're going to remember exactly how you won and exactly how you lost. Right. And so it's always hold yourself with dignity. Um, and then just do the best you can. Cause I, it's two iron chefs, Dane. What am I doing? I have no idea. Like, did they run out of people? Like, what is, no. what is happening? <laughs> y- here's what it is.
0: It's television, Sonny, and you make good television. You are your entertainment,
3: right? So you're part of. Hey, let me of you. tell you something. What they don't realize is, is that I'm a dark horse. Oh. I like I literally, I, I spent the entire quarantine on my show, The Kitchen, outside on the grill. I did everything on the grill to the point where people were making fun of me like, why is she not in her own kitchen? Why is she not inside? Does she even have a kitchen? You know, so for me, it's kind of like I get it. I'm a home cook and I'm not an iron chef and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But we all come from home cooks. Our moms and our dads, they, they're the ones that fed us our whole lives. And barbecue is not fancy. So they're gonna try and put the writs on and be all fancy and stuff like that, but it's it's charcoal, it's wood briquettes, it's it's open flame. Good luck because if you want a caveman with me, good luck, <laughs> just good luck on that. All right. <laughs> so
0: I, I think that's part of it too. Is they're gonna they're gonna maybe take you lightly, but you know what? Mm-hmm. You're, you're gonna be every bit of it right there too and okay so food network what they do a lot of times to make it fun for listeners make it a little harder for some of these people that think they have it all figured out is they take them out of their element yep. so Barbica you've got why is this it's in california for one the setting it's yep. not in kansas Crazy. city it's not in austin, Texas. austin. it's, it's not, been in
3: austin the whole time yeah Yeah, I mean, that would have been nice because I'm from Texas. And the crazy thing about um, California is Bobby wants to be respectful to where we're shooting. So we use this apparatus called a Santa Maria. Uh, dane uh, I, you know I just bragged about uh, grilling and everything but I had never heard about it never heard of it before until I got the the set and I was like a Santa Maria it's like this big gargantuan thing that you put your your it's like I can't even describe it you have to crank it up and crank it down your your grill and your griddle and you got to watch the flame beneath and you got to put on of gloves or whatever you want to call them like it's just there's a lot going on with that apparatus and and um, grilling on it so there are some challenges that you know I had to face as uh, the first time being in California with this but uh, yeah I think think they did pretty well listen the the premiere is 90 minutes and that lets you know there's a lot going on
0: So here's the thing. Let the listeners know we're talking with the one and only Sunny Anderson right here on the 4th of July. And, of course, you know her from The Kitchen, all those great shows. Everything that she does and the inflating, right, tailgating and, and all that kind of stuff coming up. Barbecue Brawl is where she is going to be doing her show. And uh so, Sonny, talk a little bit about maybe mm-hmm. you know what people went. They're going to get bragging rights, obviously. You mentioned the value of being yeah. on television. There's certainly some value to that. You don't want to cry, right? Some constructive advice there. Don't... <laughs> don't have people right. why to avoid
3: you well, there what are do they win? there's some bragging rights there's some um bla you know there's a big reveal at the very end with the winner um and, and what they receive i don't want to give it away but i think that like uh, everything aside it is the the bragging rights that last forever, right? And and also, I always tell people, it's going to rerun, too, so, like, every time it airs, it's another chance for people to, like, see you be great. There's definitely going to be some tears saying, like, I can't lie and say, I did, I I might have cried. What? (laughs) What? (laughs) <laughs> Hopefully it was part I'm, of that I, distraction, that distraction um, technique. I don't know, but just, you know what it is? I really took it seriously in that I wanted my team to win every single challenge and battle because I, I started at the network by just getting one chance on Emerald Lagasse, right? And I was just doing it as a caterer wanting to increase my business because it's a great platform. And so I'm saying to myself, this is a chance to kind of steward others through the same process that I had, yes. which is the first time on the network What are you going to do? How are you going to represent yourself on a plate? Right. And then how can you convince these people to bring you back if you don't do so well? Right. So for for me, it's, it's it's bigger than just like if I win or if Bobby wins or if Anne wins, it's, it's literally the team and newsflash. There's someone on the show from Chicago, Dane. I mean, I don't want, I can't, I can't give everything away, but that's your, I'll give you one exclusive. So you guys are going to have someone to really root for. Wow. Oh, that yeah, is. Yeah, we got people from all over the country. People from Cali that you feel like, oh, they've worked on Santa Maria before, so they know what they're doing. People from all over the country. So, um, and even some, some people that I don't even want to, I don't want to give it away. I'm talking too much, today. No, <laughs> no
0: it's just enough and the tie-ins are perfect right because you mentioned this new beginnings kind of getting out yeah. there in the world making a name for yourself that's what america mm-hmm. did back in the revolutionary war right we got into yeah. that war you didn't know what was going to happen boom but it was like a it was a cameo for a bigger picture and that's what happened so i think it all ties together this is an opportunity for america right to see mm-hmm. some new people you know crown some new champions and the bragging rights look at all those american bragging rights we got from the fourth of july and so we're going to be doing that today last thing Sonny, of course, we'll have links up at WGNRadio.com. What do you do as an inspirational force? It's a little bit early today. People could still get out and shape their day. What does a Sonny Anderson do on the 4th of July? Maybe some firework safety for sure, but on the food side...
3: Um, well, I like a very well done and burned hot dog. I need 360 degrees of char to the point where the skin is like almost removing itself from the internal meat, if you will. Um, I also love to throw on a side of salmon for some reason, because I, I know that I'm not going to finish the whole thing and I can flake it into salads and stuff like that throughout the week or have it with breakfast with some scrambled eggs or something the next day. So I like to put things on the grill, kind of like meal planning. Cause it's a big grill, you know, you got room on it, right? So you might as well put some things on there that make sense. Um, and then I think fruit always happens, but I'm I'm really lucky. If you're lucky, if you're in a city you know, like Chicago, you if, if you're in the right place, you look out the window, you can see the fireworks, legal or illegal, right? So, <laughs> <laughs> so we have neighbors that do fireworks, and uh, it's kind of like the unspoken thing where you know the police aren't gonna do anything; they just kind of let the fireworks happen. <laughs> yeah. So I'm looking forward to That's you a know great. mustard on my hot dog. That's
0: great. So you're taunting law enforcement for not enforcing the the fireworks laws. Well, you know it's that kind of day where you can just sort of like... You know, live in the moment and enjoy it. It's great if your neighbors have great fireworks, but for you, Sunny, did you guys like growing up? Did you have fireworks? Do you have some sparklers like ready to go today? Anything like that, or those uh, those snakes that kind of you know ruin the sidewalk that we get
3: yelled at? Yeah, we had sparklers. Remember those snap things that you would throw in the ground and it had like gunpowder in it, oh, and gosh. they would snap when they hit the ground. I don't know what they were called, but they looked like little pieces of tissue. You just throw a big. I don't even know why we had those. They're, they don't do anything other than scare the person that you're with. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I love 4th of July. Like like you said at the beginning of this, man, like really, we're all working hard. Like I love also that it's a little bit deeper into the week. So it's like yesterday we kind of had off, you know what I mean? And then you go back to work tomorrow or do you, you know? It shortens the week when it's on the Tuesday. So just get together with your family and enjoy.
0: Last thing, Sonny. So tell people when they can watch it. Of course, they'll go to foodnetwork.com. We'll have links up. But when should they be on the lookout for you and all that action on Barbecue Brawl?
3: So it's coming up Monday on the 10th of July, 9 o'clock. It's a 90-minute episode, which that shocked me. So that lets me know that something happened where they're like, we got to show more of this. I hope it's not me messing up. <laughs> Listen, it's a it's a good time. The, the twelve contenders. I mean, chances are you know who you know. If you're watching around America, and we all know WGN, we can catch it around America. You're gonna know someone, or someone's gonna be familiar from your area. And these are people that are just like you. They thought that they could do something great on the grill. Right? Then, but 11 then, of them can't. No, I'm just Well, kidding. you know, that's the crazy thing. It's hit or miss every week, and you never know what's going to work. I, there were some prizes in there, some surprises where it's like, what? You know, that one? Or I can't even... I wish I could... Dane, we're going to have a sidebar. I'll tell you everything. <laughs> no, I won't. But, it you is, know... It is
0: must-see... TV, we're going to have Amberell, the one and only Bobby Flay, and the future champion, the master of Q, Sonny Anderson, Barbecue Brawl coming up again. We'll have links up. Sonny, get back to your regularly scheduled day. Remember, safety with the fireworks. Don't run with the sparklers. And uh, and thanks for jumping on the show today.
3: Thank you for always holding me down. You know I love you. You know I love Chicago. You know I always have to shout out who I call the, the king or the jester of Chicago, a.k.a. Jeff Morrow. Right. You're just... As a former radio host, you're just everything to me, and I appreciate you being. Thanks, Sonny.